Hello and welcome back to the podcast and thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts on Instagram at Bloodborne1, Facebook.com slash Bloodborne1, on Twitter at Bloodborne, YouTube.com slash Bloodborne, and most importantly on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Bloodborne. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Echoes in the Dark. This is episode 20. Uh, we got a couple things that we want to go over. Uh, probably a little bit shorter of an episode this this week. Um, but let's let's hop right into it. Uh, one of the big things, if you catch the Lotro stream on Fridays with Cordovan, um, there's actually a very, very interesting tidbit that came out. Uh, this was like 10 days ago now. Um, the next thing that is apparently on the radar as far as classwork is PVMP. And I'm a little worried and a little excited at the same time that this is going on. So, uh, the reason for both of those things, obviously I'm excited at the prospect of, of, PVP work being done because it's been an incredibly long time since any of that work has been done. And uh, it needs to be done, quite frankly. It has been the single largest portion of the game that has been ignored for years and years and years and years. Um, making small changes. I mean, honestly, we, we have tier one, what was it, 115 gear? That is the the audacity gear that is still available in the moors. You still have uh, creep characters that are um, built on the old system, you know, with their corruptions and how their traits are set up versus the, you know, the freeps that are set up on all the new systems with the new virtues, the new uh, class uh, trait trees and essences and legendaries and you know, the, the freak classes get all the bells and whistles. And even as someone like myself, I almost exclusively play on the freak side. Um, that sucks. It, there needs to be some type of, uh, systematic balance at this point. Um, not just a morale boost to the creeps or, you know, they do uh, percent more damage or whatever. There needs to be some type of systematic balancing out there and uh, you know unpopular opinion apparently i i still would prefer that somewhere down the line we get to the point where because the experience out there is so unique and it's different because of the way it's built i really wish that we would just kind of strip all that shit out for the freeps uh because 
let's be honest, which, which of these two scenarios is more realistic? Is it more realistic that we're going to get legendaries and essences and, uh, all that stuff for creeps? No, that's not even a, you know, not even a remote possibility. It is more feasible to have the Etnmores and Oskiliath be an experience, though, where when you map out there, you have a certain set of things that you can do with your skills and whatnot. Now, the argument for that also comes is, well, I worked really hard to get all this gear and these weapons and all this stuff, and, you know, I want to be able to use that. Well, the argument that contradicts that one is that a lot of people feel that PVE gear should not interfere with PVP and changes made to PVP should not affect PVE. And I agree with that, um, specifically for this game. Now, there are other games out on the market that that may work for, where you have, um, you know, the PVE experience can be, it is kind of intertwined if you will, because you have an open world experience, you're going to have PVP. Uh, like if you take WoW, for example, uh, with war mode on, and if you guys are not familiar with that, that is a uh, newer thing that came out with Battle for Azeroth when it came out that allowed you to flag yourself for PVP. You'd have to go back to a capital city to turn it on or off. And there were a certain subset of uh, traits that you could use uh, for PVP specifically. And you got a little buff being out in the open world, uh, with PVP turned on, you know, you got a little bit more experience. Uh, there were some, uh, world drops that happened and things like that, but you could also opt out of that. Now that situation, you do have PVE experiences that are going to intermingle with PVP and that's the way that game is designed to be played. So that makes sense. That's not the way Lord of the Rings Online was ever designed to be played because the Etmores and to a newer extent, Oskiliath are more of what you would consider almost like a session play. I mean, it is a session play for the creeps, let's be honest. Um, so why not just convert the whole thing to a PV or like a, a session play, essentially? That when you log in, uh, you go out there and you know, you can't use, uh, I don't know, you can't use essences and you can't use uh, legendaries and maybe you have a very specific set of PVP traits or something like that. I don't know. But we've talked about this for so long about being so imbalanced on the the technical side that the the basic fundamentals don't work at this point. Um, like the most recent patch, well, not the most recent patch, but a fairly recent patch, pretty much most of the creeps got a hundred percent morale boost. And it's mainly to counteract the fact that we have, you know, creeps do or, uh, creeps doing so much damage, but that's just not, that's not the way to go about it. And, you know, we've, uh, the community has offered multiple solutions on it and it comes down to, uh, yes, PVP is a small subset of this game. Um, then there's the argument that, Hey, this is still a free or is a, a paid service 
So the people that are going out into PvP are paying for this service. Uh, and it gets zero attention. And then people will ask, well, we'll just make PvP free and more people will do it. Uh, and then there's a technical issue with that. If it's free to play, there's going to be way more boxers and stuff like that, which kind of just throws the whole thing off. So there, there's no easy solution. Let's put it that way. There's no easy solution to it. Uh, other than just getting rid of PvP altogether and saying, you know, we're done with that. We're not going to support that anymore. But eh, let's be honest, that's going to lose. That's going to lose people too. So how do you fix it? What do you do? Um, at some point, since the game does not offer mirrored classes, which is, again, kind of like a, a fundamental flaw in the design of the way the PvP is set up in this game, the fact that your Black Arrow and Hunter are not, for lack of a better word, identical. You know, you have skills that are named a little bit differently and maybe some animations that are different, Like, but fundamentally they're the same. They're not. Um, you know, having a Reaver be the exact same as a Champ. There's things that are similar, but fundamentally they're different. And so on down the line. So... With it being a case of you not having mirrored classes, the next thing down the line is to at least have the systems behind them be the same. So uh, where the creeps are using corruptions in the old, basically the old freep setup of traits, they're still using that. Uh, either upgrade them to a newer style, which I know all of them, pretty much all of them would hate. Or you take the experience and knock it down a notch on the freep side and balance it systematically that way. Um, and then, like I said, restrict the usage of essences um, and legendaries. It, it just, every system that gets added to this game just adds another layer of complexity to balancing PvP to the point where they just don't want to do it. Um, and at this point, really, it's only going to be Vastin that's going to be working on this stuff and maybe a couple engineers, but all this really falls to Vastin to do all this work. And that's a lot to ask for one person to do in any solution rather than do a little bit here and there. And then people are still going to be mad because, oh, you didn't touch PVP. All, all you did was give me, you know, oh, you let me use my cosmetics out there. Great. Um, so how do you fix it? But that also is why, you know, like I said, I'm excited for it and a little nervous about it at the same time, because um, in Shadows of Angmar and Minds of Moria is when I had the most fun doing PvP, uh, to some extent during Riders of Rohan, but that's honestly because I was playing my Warden and they were incredibly strong out there at that point. And uh, yeah, that was fun. I mean. It, Admittedly, it was completely OP at the time, and it was just fun to do at that time. But if I'm being looking at it from like a, a holistic view, what I'm looking at is, in my opinion, from my experiences, Shadows of Angmar and Minds of Moria were the best I ever had at PvP, um, mainly because I think all of those technical changes hadn't happened yet. The freeps and creeps were as close together as they possibly could have been at that point in time. And so I think that's why it worked as well as it did back then. 
Uh, and I know there's plenty of people that'll disagree and argue with this and that's fine. That's just dialogue. It doesn't mean, you know, I don't like people because they disagree with me. It's just called dialogue and it happens. So there's that piece. Um, so obviously none of this is going to happen until after the first of the year. We need, uh, the six man dungeons to come out yet. The raid needs to come out yet, which is going to further throw pvp into flux because you're going to be adding a, probably another tier of essences you're going to be adding raid gear in which is going to pretty much get people that are damage classes closer to the damage cap while having a decent amount of mitigations which causes the problem with the, the creeps out there not being able to put out enough damage and then it you know the, the constant seesaw out there um and to kind of go back to, I know we've talked about this on previous episodes. I talk about it on the stream a lot is I think the best case. And again, you hear those very crucial words in this. I think based on my experiences, I'm not saying this is the end all be all solution, but I think what would be the best situation for this game, given its current state is to, for example, uh, make all reavers the same all champions the same all minstrels the same across the board what dictates your success is your ability to play and that's what pvp should be about is your ability not i spent ten thousand hours playing this game so i have all the best stuff so i win no matter what uh that is a that's poor design that is not good gameplay and it also creates a very large barrier of entry for new players going out there. Now, uh, I think if you, if you level the playing field that way and create an experience, almost like a mini game, if you will, um, it's more accessible to more people. It's probably going to be, you know, you're going to have people at the higher end that are going to be like, screw this. But then you're going to have people at the bottom of that, that are going to be like, all right, this is cool. So maybe that pulls it back in. I don't know. Maybe not. But just my thoughts based on my experiences with the game and, and playing for, you know, over 12 years now and experiencing pretty much everything the game has to offer and playing other games and what those experiences have kind of molded my opinion to be. Um, kind of segueing away from... Lord of the Rings online, but still in the vein of Lord of the Rings. Uh, there's a couple things that are, are floating around. Uh, a couple little notes about the show from Amazon. Um, looks like the uh, season two, you know, basically is going to start writing. Uh, and yes, you're gonna be like, well, season one's not even out. How are they doing that? Uh, it already got approved, even though the contract is for five seasons, it already got approved for its second season. So during the uh, hiatus, because the first season is supposed to be in the, in the vein of 20 episodes, uh, there'll be a break in there at some point, and then the writing will continue and all that good stuff. Uh, from the sound of it, they did cast their Galadriel, which um, has not been confirmed that that is who that character is, but it makes sense that it would be. Uh, it is not Kate Blanchett for people that were wondering. 
which does kind of more or less confirm that they will be kind of stepping away from more of the Peter Jackson stuff. Um, which I'm still hoping that if we do experience Gandalf, that it'll still be Ian McKellen. I, I don't know if I think having a different Gandalf would be harder than having a different Galadriel or Elrond or any of those. Like, I don't know. Th that's a very unique one. I mean, everything has been crafted. Like any experience of Gandalf at this point is, is Ian McKellen. Uh, I think you could pass other people off as, you know, high powered elves and stuff like that. Gandalf specifically is a is a unique one. Um so there's that piece. And then uh back into gaming, and this only really relates to Lord of the Rings because of the studio behind it with Amazon Game Studios. Uh the New World MMO, which is a sandbox MMO survival game, uh is looking to you can I guess pre-order it in I can't remember when it said it was going to pre-order um but it's going to be coming out in May and what's why that's important is because we're going to be looking at the fact that we have uh Amazon Game Studios having a product out in the wild we're starting to see some of the dev diaries so we can kind of see their workflows we can kind of see what the polished product will be from you know the advertising side and by no means is new world i would consider a, a what they're calling lord of the rings which is a triple a title i don't think you would consider new world to be triple a um at least i've never seen it in any of their like production materials but um the reason why it's important again is because being amazon game studios it is being built on amazon's lumberyard platform so you might be able to get somewhat of a, maybe a general feel for how the Lord of the Rings game might play. And again, that's purely speculation because we don't know really anything about the Lord of the Rings game other than that they're working on it. So keep that in mind. But it'll also be another game to add into the mix, you know? Um... But I do like the fact that there are high quality production value dev diaries. There's uh, a very high production quality cinematic trailer, which obviously you guys know that I've been highly critical of. And a lot of people have been highly critical of Standing Stone over their, you know, quote unquote trailers for uh, Minas Morgul and for uh, Mordor and all that stuff. Obviously, they just don't have the budget. Daybreak's not going to give them the budget do help them with that kind of stuff as far as doing a cinematic cinematics generate hype they really do uh you know it shows zero gameplay zero stuff involved with that and yet you just seeing the new world trailer i like i want to go play that game because the trailer has me amped up like i want to go play it so the the lackluster trailers that we've got for the last two expansions for Lord of the Rings Online, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, a lot of people have said it in the comments on, you know, YouTube and uh, in the live streams and everything. It's like it looks like somebody made it on their lunch break, 
Um, and it's, it's just the reality. I mean, if you don't have the money to do a, a big cinematic for uh, an expansion, okay, that's fine. Uh, it's just kind of the expectation of, of gaming now. It's like, if you're going to put out an expansion or a big update or a 2.0 or a sequel or your new game at all, like it, it should have like a decent trailer with it. But I don't know. That's again, as with anything said on this show, this is my opinion, unless it's stated as fact with a resource. So, um, so yeah, I, I there's stuff that's exciting that's on the horizon for these games. Uh, I want to see a finished product from Amazon Game Studios with New World. Get a play, get a feel for it. Um, help me understand like what their workflow is going forward. Because, and I don't know if it's necessarily going to be the same group of people doing the uh, both games. Because if if you look at the Amazon jobs. Uh, search they still do have on the site they have postings for an art director for a UX designer which is UI user interface designer uh, still have the posting for the game director uh, narrative designer senior game artist gameplay engineer uh, technical animator well that's actually for crucible uh, there's one for esports manager. Um, what is this one? There's uh one set for yeah senior game server engineer, which is going to be for uh Crucible, Lord of the Rings MMO, uh, and also you know kind of linking up stuff with Twitch and all that kind of stuff with uh, AWS. So there's a lot of little tidbits of information coming out. Uh, I mean, the Lord of the Rings game, honestly, is going to be a a few years out, probably. Um, You know, I don't know how how long it's going to take, like, to even thinking about how Lord of the Rings online, how much story is interwoven into that game the amount of time it takes just to write that and proofread it and edit it and, you know, translate it into the languages that your game supports. Like that task alone is ridiculous. So you think about that and actually having, having the game launch with quality. Um, Cause that's a big issue with, with MMOs is so much of the funding seems to go to the look and the feel of the game. And there's just no, depth there's no substance to the game it's like yeah cool i can go run around this sprawling world and it looks beautiful but what am i going to do in it other than that that's that's the real piece of the puzzle that so many modern i've got big air quotes again modern mmos fail to do is they just don't have any substance and that's where most of the mmo community comes around and says it's just a grindy, you know, game because all you do is kill mobs for, for XP and stuff like that. And there's just no, there's no direction from a main storyline or, um, 
you know, something to really hold your attention and want you or to get you to want more out of that. So I thinking how much is going to be at launch. Hopefully it's going to take several years to get that kind of information written and have some fluidity to it and some cohesiveness and make it, have it make sense in a experience that multiple people can do at the same time. Uh, again, this is going to be on PC and console. So you got to factor that in. So there's a lot, there's a lot there. But anyway, that's uh, those are the things I really wanted to talk about in this one is to really kind of uh, let you know that they're next up on the radar for Lord of the Rings online is some PVP stuff. Um, and then there's some little things coming out about the show from Amazon. There's a little tiny stuff from the game, uh, just with the jobs that are posting and stuff like that. Uh, and then with New World, how that's coming out in May, there's going to be a beta in April uh, and just more to come on that. And hopefully we'll see some more stuff um, in the coming months. Like maybe we'll see some stuff at PAX uh, next month. So, but that is going to do it for this episode. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you are heading out to the live streams on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 10 p.m. Uh, be a little light during the holidays, but just make sure you're following all the social media. Um, make sure you're following Twitch and all those things. That way you know when I go live. I have been archiving past broadcasts on YouTube as well, throwing out some clips on social media, uh, really just throwing uh, media in every direction that I can to reach as many people as I can. So if you guys have any suggestions on that stuff, you can head over to my discord as well. There is a section in there that is, um, suggestions for the stream. And there's also one for podcast topics. So if you guys have any of those suggestions, feel free to drop into discord, throw a suggestion in there, and I'd be happy to take a look at it and see if it's something we want to talk about on the show or the stream. So, all right, everybody. Um, I don't know if there'll be an episode next week during the holidays, but like I said, just keep subscribed. And if we do one, you will see it. And if I don't talk to you, have a wonderful holiday. If you celebrate, if you don't, just have a great day and uh, be kind to everybody. All right, I'm done. Have a good one, everybody.